Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm he's bound to watch a bandit run. Okay, welcome in. Three dudes with a view. It's Monday morning, August 22nd, 2022. I am dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. All right. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest dude, Carrie Powers. How are you doing? Great. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. The first order of business, folks. Mr. York, happy birthday. Many happy returns. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Do we want to mention a number here or we pass that? Mr. York? Man, I can mention mine. I'm glad of this number. I love high numbers. 76. Oh, wow. 76 trombones. There we go. (laughs) Well, many happy returns, Mr. York. But I know I look 50. Well, you don't look 76. You do not look 76 76, but I know I look 50. I'd say you got that. You don't get younger every day. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I'd say you got that about right. Um. Well, Miss York, it's a pleasure. Uh, I, I know I. Well, I hope I can keep it that way. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure to to know you, and uh, a privilege to know you. And uh, so, again, happy birthday! Yeah. <laughs> the uh, all right. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you, Miss York. All right, folks, we've got all sorts of things going on. Uh, you know, one of the things I heard over the weekend is that uh do, do, mr york do you, of course you're the democrat so we always turn to you to ask these questions i mean do, do you do you uh, ever go to chick-fil-a nope no nope. never been to chick-fil-a is there a reason for that yeah because their position on people that have different sex Sexual orientation. Do they have a position? At one time, they had a position against uh, people that had a different sexual orientation and and publicized it. And I felt that if a person with a different sexual orientation was just one step from a person with different uh, ethnic group, you know? And interesting. Well, I, I mean, I I heard over the weekend that liberals and Democrats had something about Chick Fil A, which was, yeah, I mean, it, it goes back yeah. to their owner uh, and his views of traditional marriage and what his definition of traditional marriage is, and that that was from shoot 
seven, eight, nine years ago. Um, I, that's when I he's remember. He's dead now. Now I think he's still alive. But I mean, you got to remember. And I'm not trying to start any, any. But you know, when Barack Obama ran for president the first time, he was against gay marriage. You know, this is a issue that's evolved over the past decade. So, just because. That was their opinion eight or nine years ago. Doesn't mean that's still what their opinion is today. I mean, uh, and again, it wasn't a company policy or, or yeah, belief. It was just the owner's, you know, definition of what marriage was to him. Uh, and if and if I can say, like, I think my understanding of that is he made a personal statement of his beliefs, but as far as the policies of the company, it did not um his personal views were not influenced on their hiring practices so i guess i but it blew up and there was a lot of negative press but why should an owner like not be allowed to say their personal beliefs i mean the other day when we went through roe v wade i mean like i have personal beliefs but i practice in a way that gives everyone all of their options and i think that's what he did and got a lot of bad press for it. I mean, just because you own a company doesn't mean you're not allowed to have personal views. Well, I think um, that's character when you can like state and cling to your own. Yeah, views. but if you, I agree, you can, you can have personal views, and I'm all for that. But if you're going to run a public company, uh, then and you profess that to be your policy, then that to be that turns into company policy. I don't know what the I do not think it was company is, policy. But I have. Was it? I, I don't know. So, you know, rather than adhere, I just stay away. Well, I'll tell you this: they've got a darn good sandwich out there, <laughs> and uh, uh, I can I can make a sandwich twice as good as theirs. Well, and and when you go out there, there are thousands of people. I mean, I I've, I mean, they got the customer service part down. I mean, it's. It's legit. Oh, I mean, there'll be a the flagship of systems organization and companies, quite honestly. I mean, they can even in COVID. I mean, they gave them five minutes and they had it worked out to where they kept their business banging. I mean, it, there'll be there'll be a there'll be a hundred people in line. And I mean, you're in and out of there in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. What what did you hear about the Democrats, Delph, in, in reverses in, in, in terms of Chick-fil-A? Well, that they didn't like it. And, and I was just sort of mystified by that it's the Uh, walmart of fast foods to them uh yeah i mean certainly in this part of the country i mean i I do recall three four years ago that there was well probably longer than that maybe 10 years ago there was some kind of well liberal attack on chick-fil-a i don't remember exactly what it was all about but I drove by Chick-fil-A here in Columbia the next day, and there was the line went like a half a mile down the it, road. It was this issue that they're talking about, okay, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, and there was a rally. I mean, the people of Southern Middle Tennessee said, we'll show you what we think of Chick-fil-A. We're going there right now. Correct. <laughs> well, you know, this is the Bible Belt, Delk, so anything that uh, people profess to adhere to some of the verses or some of the rhetoric in the Bible... Uh, doctrine in the bible they're gonna agree to and they're gonna flock there you know that's that's just the way it is in southern states well it's not, not that they are in keeping with all the guidelines they just pick and choose like cafeteria style to do what uh, they say christians do well not necessarily a bad thing um 
but and, and I'm not going to get off into that. There are different people who read different things into the Bible, uh, and um, that's that's all that's all well and good. Um, Carrie, you just sent me a picture of something, and it's so small on my phone, I can't figure out what it is. Okay, well, it's irrelevant to this show, but I was at Sandy Finney's house yesterday, and you were looking quite sharp in your pink sport coat in that picture, so I had to send it to you. Oh, I got you. All right, yeah, I see me there now. Irrelevant to the show, but it just... I saw it yesterday, and I was like, oh, look at Doug looking all sharp in his pink sport coat. I lost it. I mean, that pink sport coat may still be at Cousin Sandy's house because I lost it somewhere. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Taking a, off your clothes at a party, Doug? Well, Uh-oh, the stripper. The hadn't stripper? happened so much lately. but Gary, <laughs> 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 yeah, what's happening in the school system? Um, let's see. I still have positives to report. Um, I did have lunch with some friends and um, learned a little bit about some of the incoming school board. And I just shout out for their willingness to serve and hope everyone is able to have a great working relationship. Um, Central um, gave it a good shot Friday night, uh, but I, I bet they've got a few things to work on and practice this week. Um, special but- teams, special teams. Yeah. Yeah, they got uh, shellacked by Marshall County Friday. Well, it, the score doesn't indicate the true story. Oh, here we go. Uh, but I mean, when you when you give them the ball twice inside your own twenty yard line, I mean that's just. And then you give up an eighty yard punt return. That's twenty one points right there. That's all I'm saying. So, what do you think about the officiating? I feel like the white hat is probably. He's over the hill. He doesn't need to be calling games at his age because he literally. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I'm being honest. I mean, it, it. You saw what I saw. I mean, it. That blesses. That's not what I keep saying. Was blesses hard. I mean, it, it. It literally took him five minutes to get from one side of the field to the other, and it. It just. Yeah, it wasn't. We got out of there at ten o'clock. I mean, usually a high school game doesn't last three hours. So, it. It, it lasted a while. Yeah, I heard about that, uh, Clayton. They said he was he was he was in bad shape trying to keep up with the pace of play. Yeah, I, the Columbia Marshall County would not have been the game of choice. You know, in my I mean, I don't know. You know, so there we go. But Columbia yeah. Marshall County played Friday night, and by the time the the scoreboard was finally tallied up, Columbia had lost like how much? It was forty-one to twenty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I tried to find out last week about the staffing and and in situation with the school system and i called the communications director and nobody returned my call so but i still i'm hearing that there are substitutions there are vacancies in schools i think there's some but i don't think it's as many as last year and from my limited purview to the schools i'm still cautiously optimistic that it is a new day and i celebrate that okay i mean carrie i don't know I mean, the, the first time you sounded positive about the public schools uh, that I can remember, um, and I hope you're right. I, I, I don't. Again, I don't really know. You know, I've I've met people all through the public school system. They're all good people. They're all trying to do the right thing. Uh, they're uh, they're they're. You just meet them. They're good people. You go. These people can do good things, and um, yet. Uh, the Murray County Public Schools doesn't seem to be able to quite, you know, get it get it together to 
and and I heard some of the numbers out of Williamson County in terms of school performance, student performance, student student achievement uh, last Friday, and we're not anywhere close. Now, I know there are a lot of different factors that go into that, but uh, um, I can't put my finger on what the problem has been in Murray County Schools, and certainly even relative to our uh, peers that are similarly situated. So, I mean, like uh, perhaps uh, Fayette County or uh, Bedford County or even Giles County. You know, Williamson County is, is a little different, I think, you know, in terms of the people who live there, the amount of money they got available. Um, but even in, ter- in terms of our peer counties, we we don't perform as we should or could. I mean, you know, there's a whole host of reasons why that happens, Odell. You can look at yeah, I, many I can't things. Lay my you can look at the me. students. The basic students are different. Uh, the teachers may be different. The socioeconomic level may be different. The access to resources may be different. And, you know, when that's just a small list. When you put all that together, you can't expect the same outcome in Murray County as you have in Williamson County or any other counties that are very affluent, you know? Well, I've, I I can't disagree with you there. I mean, the, those are all factors, and um, so we'll see. But I'm glad that Carrie's optimistic. She is well, she's and I the one on the ground. She's... Go ahead, ahead, sorry. Go ahead, Carrie. When we come back from break, I mean, I, w- I would like to say, or I can say it now, uh, if we have a second, but, you know, no, we're not going to, we're not going to compete in a lot of ways with Williamson County. And as far as comparison to our, you know, comparable counties on size and demographic, I will say this, I feel like words and actions are matching. And I feel like the school system is either following its own policies or taking steps to change policies that need to be changed. And I think those are some good steps to make, you know, the Titanic turn slowly, but I feel like some foundational things are very good in Murray County public schools. And that's only specific to us and things that we need to tighten up to be the best us. Okay. Well, you're the one with two children enrolled out there and you're one who's been very active in public schools. And uh, I, I can't, I mean, not to say that your optimism is not warranted. I don't quite understand why you're so optimistic, but you're the person on the ground. You're the person who's looking at it. Uh, so I, if you're optimistic, I feel good about it. Well, and we got numbers to talk about regarding this when we come back. Okay. For 60 years, people all over Middle Tennessee have returned to Parks Motor Sales again and again because they get the best vehicles and best service possible. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for options. New Buicks, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and more. Then stop by 919 Nashville Highway, test drive a Buick, and see why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. We're going to do what they say can't be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up. Watch your bandit run. Okay, welcome back. Three dudes with a few. I am dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, happy birthday, Mr. Jim York. Thank you, Del. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest dude, Carrie Powers. How are you? Excellent. Happy Monday. All right. Uh, Clayton's got some stats that I think Scott Summers... Uh, Scott, Scott's picky. Scott's picky sent us... Uh, about the Murray County Schools. Yeah, it's their 2021 and 2022 math and ELA uh, percent on grade level 
you know, tracker. Uh, third grade in 2021, 28% were on track to be uh, proficient at grade level in ELA, which is English Language Arts. Uh, 31.8% in math. Okay, and then it jumps up to eighth grade. And the percentage of eighth graders uh, in ELA that are on grade level is only 13.7%. And math, 14.2. So that means that nearly 85% of students in eighth grade in 2021 were on the correct grade level um, as far as proficiency. No, 85% were not. We're not. Exactly. We're not. We're not. Yeah. Exactly. In 2022, it improved. It went from 13.7 in the ELA to, to 14, so three-tenths of a point. And then it went up two points in math from 14.2 to 16.3. But, I mean... You got 85% I, not performing on grade level. That That's not very... That's awful. That's horrible. Ugh. All right. I mean, so... Well, that was what a lot of teachers missing too now. Yeah, but that is that I mean, is a I large mean, number. Whatever. I mean, you can't excuse out of that. You just and, and and that's why it's so important to have proficient teachers in the classroom. At least you got a chance to to teach students. But when you don't have the prepared teachers that are substituting and and people just in the class not teaching the complete techniques. Then you're gonna get that type of result. But is that the is that the problem, Mr. York? Is that the is that why those scores are so bad? That's my view, you know. Okay. Our proficiency rates were poor when I was on the board. I think those are worse. I do think teacher shortages um <clears throat> have played into it. I think COVID has reflected a little bit in that. But again, I feel like the current administration is changing the culture and I'm still going to cling to optimism. Okay. Um, I feel like they are used, they are stating expectations and expecting them to be met. And if they're not, I think they're at least in the segment that I get to witness, there's their action is being taken. Well, Carrie, I'm using you. This is going to be over time too, Delton Carrie. Uh, When you start tracking students and looking at performance, and if the performance is low, it's not going to – something miraculous happens if it jumps up all at once. So it's uh, there's got to be some type of trend to move them from the lower end to the upper margins. I, I think well, – I think Gary, if you're optimistic, I mean, I, I, it's, it's hard for me to – uh, get a grip on what your source of optimism is, but you're you are definitely the one who follows the schools. You've got two children out there enrolled, uh, so if you're optimistic, I feel good. Well, when words are said that these are my expectations, and if you don't want to meet my expectations, this isn't the right place for you, and then that seems to actually be followed through. That's that's good. I mean, if I set an expectation of my kids, like I expect you to be home at 11 and they come rolling in at 1145 and I do nothing, what do you think they're going to do the next night? Whereas when they, if they come rolling in late and I take car keys or a phone or something like that, it gets people's attention. Yeah, I think people look at the tenor of, of professionalism and the leadership in an organization and, and they make adjustments and, and assumptions and, and you know they feel good about it, and that you know Carrie having two kids in school, what has been said by the leadership gives her more confidence that they're going to do what they have said. 
Okay. Well, I, I, I'm that optimism. Optimism uh, makes me feel better. I hope you're right. Uh, I imagine uh, you are right. Um, in today's uh, Herald, you've got the list of candidates who have qualified to run in the November election. It, as opposed to the election we just went through, the ballot will be extremely short. Uh, it includes uh, state house races, uh, the 5th Congressional District race, uh, and the race for the mayor of the city of Columbia, in which the incumbent Chaz Mulder is qualified and challenger Debbie Matthews has qualified to run against him. Uh, so that may be the most interesting race uh, of all of them you would expect that uh, Mayor Ogles uh, being the Republican nominee in the 5th District and a heavily Republican district will probably easily defeat the Democratic nominee Heidi Campbell uh, State House District Kip Capley is the Republican nominee running against the Democratic nominee who got arrested uh, over the weekend. I did not see that. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, then you got a vice mayor's race, Randy McBroom versus Brian Jackson. That's in the city. And uh, and then the city commission of Mount Pleasant's got a, a race. So it's a short ballot, uh, and uh, we shall see. I was amused or... Yeah, Trump's poll numbers continue to go up. Um, and oh, what? <laughs> what's that, Miss Shore? Oh, what? What's his poll numbers going up for? Not complying? <laughs> well, that's that's the whole deal. Is I mean, as Clayton said, the the uh, Democrats and the liberal media and the Biden administration have succeeded in making him, him a victim and uh, the impossible. Yeah, the impossible and. You know, there's all there's always a hidden agenda. The swamp, you know, the way it works is they, they, you know, they call up some senate. You know, they always leak or maneuver. Uh, and you know, I, I wondered what was going on with this search warrant against Mar-a-Lago, and it it became pretty obvious because very dutifully the next what two days later, the FBI releases a warning. Uh, you know, violent extremist groups on the rise, uh, and uh, uh, when they're getting threats, Delk, what do you expect them to do? Uh, yeah, when yeah. Want, you, you all used to be a party of protect the blue. Now you want to fire the FBI. When the Democrats, a uh, few Democrats, said something about defund the police, you went berserk. The, but now the, you want to fire the, the FBI. The whole purpose of this whole thing was to the the Democrats and liberal media and, and the Biden administration uh, and the swamp believe that pushing this narrative of Trump supporters are violent white nationalists is going to save their hides in the November election. And so not only are they, you know, want to push January 6th, they do a, a search warrant. Now, folks, let's get this in perspective. This is a sitting president executes a criminal warrant on his the likely opponent do it, Del. A, a, it the a like, of justice. a sitting president executes a department criminal department of justice the department of, if Merrick Garland serves at the pleasure of the president he's and, in the executive branch 
he's sir he can be hired or fired by the president exactly, any day. Exactly, but he's an independent attorney general. Not bull like crap. He is not <laughs> he bull is, crap. He is not going to do that without. That's not the, the way it works. And uh, uh, and I've worked in the Department of Justice as an attorney for twenty five years. I know that's not the way it works. And. And would you so, defend Trump, Dell? Would you defend Trump right so now? So the whole the whole purpose of this whole so a sitting president executes a criminal warrant on his opponent in the next election. This is unheard of in American politics. This Your is branch gutter. of business and, had to agree. The judicial and, branch had to agree. And the, and the reason, the reason why I'll, I'll listen to all this junk. And the the whole reason for this though is their firm belief that January 6th and pushing the idea that Trump supporters are violent white nationalists by executing a warrant and then issuing a warning and then trying to stir some stuff up, they think that's going to get them elected. Conversely, what it does every time, it just pushes Trump's poll numbers up, pushes the number of Republicans who are going to vote in November up. I am going to be voting for Andy Ogles as many damn times as they'll let me. Who cares? He's not going to win. He is is going to win. You work for And he will vote against Nancy Pelosi. You work for the Department of Justice for years, for years. And now, all of a sudden, the Department of Justice is the rotten egg in the country. Oh, I said that when I was working for him. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, you are a rotten egg, too? I, I was just down there. I was a, a, a line attorney just doing my job from day to day. I wasn't involved with main the, justice. The judicial branch as far away. branch had to agree. Those people are like, main justice lawyers are like cave dwellers. You can spot them a mile off. They're skinny little rascals drinking $25 bottle of, bottles of water, and uh, they all wear the same clothes. And, I mean, you you can just spot them, you know. And the, when you do spot them, you just oh, go the boy. other way. Yeah, you don't just, want to be anywhere just near rhetoric, them. Just, just rhetoric, Delk. You just spot them rhetoric. The, the Democrats Why and, and you, y'all are living in a world where you think pushing the narrative – that and and you sent me this stuff the other day, pushing the narrative that all Trump supporters are violent, white Christians, uh, evangelicals, and and uh, January six and all that. And you think that helps you? Look at and, the FBI reports. You, you had, look at the FBI reports. Uh, yeah, see, this and, is and the, the number one thing people are fearful now is is killing Ms. democracy Ms. in this country. Ms. It's York, no longer. Are, those How are, much I spend those for are gas ginned up about, reports. Will we Clayton, have a democracy? You claim those are. I mean, pushing the idea that all Trump supporters are violent white nationalists, they think is going to propel them away from uh, a shellacking in November. Look, let's and, be, let's, and that that's just a delusion. I, I'm not going to say they're all violent, but you got a lot of them out there that are. Uh, perpetrating different types you, of threats uh, and stuff uh, on elected yeah, officials. But most of them go to church on Sunday. They work. They make a car payment. They are, are trying to raise their kids. They're no, concerned. No, that's not the concerned truth. Like, most of them don't go to church on Sunday. Most of the followers of Trump all right, don't go. They uh, say uh, they all, are. What this, this county is going to vote 80% Trump, and how many of them are going to go to church on Sunday? 80%? I mean, Mr. So, York, so what is, what kind why of, are what, you what insulting you what does that say? If you are violently against democracy, you cater to a dictator, want to be dictator, 
you do all the things that the the kids want to be dictated you, you just, does, and then you go to church on Sunday, huh? That sounds like Reagan back in the day. Pray for the poor people on Sunday. Mr. York, you know, you've, Monday, you've just insulted. You've just insulted ninety percent of the people in this county. I'm sorry. I'm just telling the truth. If well, they can't, if they, if that's they why. That's why. How many? How many of them? Country, that's bad news. How many of them do you think are saying to themselves right now? I just heard what Jim York had to say, and by God, I'm going to vote, and I'm voting Republican in November. I wasn't. I didn't care too much about it before, but I care now because I've been well, insulted. I, I care. Too. I've been if called a racist, nationalist. About the truth. That's not like Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney lost her job because she told the truth. All right, there you have it, folks. Perfect illustration. They think that that serving a search a criminal search warrant on Trump and then talking about uh, and then issuing a warning my, that uh, about question. violence is going to help them in November when in fact One question, it's, Dale, it's, why did he it, have all it, that stuff at mar why did he have it there that's the major question oh to answer my goodness. why was it there cuz he's an ex president you know that's, why was that stuff there top secret classifications greater than top secret <laughs> And he's got the stuff in in the lounge chair in in the Mar-a-Lago. I mean, it's why a, was it there? I mean, here's the deal: if the I, de- I don't care. If the de- I really don't care. I, I know that's what the that's what the that's what the folks that that analyze the the Republicans and Democrats they say the Republicans just don't care anymore. But but Miss York, you you have just increased turnout in Murray County for the Republican Party by five percent in November. Good Democrats gonna turn out too. You know, well, that's what they don't understand. They they are living in a world where they think pushing the January sixth narrative, the violent uh, Trump supporter narrative, uh, is going to help them, and it's not. If it, it wasn't. Just, it, if it wasn't it important, a, it, people it wouldn't be ex- thinking exactly, about exactly. their democracy anymore. If it wasn't important, you know, I tell you what, Mr. York, on the right is a whole bunch of wannabe dictators. I tell you what, Mr. York, if the Democratic Party and the media keep pushing the idea that they're that. Uh, the Trump supporters are violent uh, white supremacists, um, or just violent. Let's leave the white supremacist part out. Are violent, you know? Right now, all the conservatives around the country are just sitting there with their arms folded, and they're not about to do a thing because they don't want to feed into the Democratic narrative. Uh, they may not vote for the Republican candidate. That's, they, that's yes, they will. They're going to. They, if they weren't motivated to vote for, they're motivated now. That's what you don't understand. It, and if you can call those folks y'all got running Republican candidates. They're way extreme to the right so far. They off the mark. I have a, I have a comment for all this cackle y'all are doing, um, Mr. York. Thirty minutes ago, I was complimenting you for being like under your age, and now I'm a little concerned you have dementia. There we go. Sorry, that's not the case, Gary. That's not the case. Let's, I'm in good shape. Let's take a break. But I, I mean, <laughs> like, this this whole effort, Top January sixth, the search warrant, the January sixth is important, Dale. And you all no, want to everybody no, it's to not. forget it's, it's important like you're to this country. Fallacy. Fallacy. And, and if, you keep, if you keep if you keep wishing for violence, sooner or later you're going to get it. And it won't be some, you know, a bunch of people collecting uh, souvenirs like January 6th. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Why was a security guard in DeSoto, Texas, shot by a a patron? You know, Miss York, keep keep talking about violence, and sooner or later, you're going to really get violence. Well, we're not hoping for violence, but you got people out there that love to try to get involved in it. 
Yeah, like the yes, Bernie Sanders supporter who shot Steve Scalise and other members yeah, of yes, Congress. Yes, you are hoping for violence. And uh, let, let, let's get every CNN is looking under every rock in the country for some violence. So they go, see, we told you, we told you, we told you. And speaking of CNN, they keep dropping like flies over yeah. there. Brian Stelter, adios. But sooner or later, you're going to get it, and it's not going to be, as I said, it's not going to be a bunch of people dressed like moose men collecting souvenirs, and, you know. Well, how are they going to be dressed? Well, they might be actually dressed like, you know, uh, people that are in the military, uh, dressed like uh, those who followed uh, other great revolutionaries throughout world history. Great revolutionaries? Boy, you can, you can dream up stuff. To identify those folks keep, that are extreme Keep pushing right-wing. for violence and you may get it. Nobody's pushing for violence. Yes, you, you keep are. keep mentioning that. Yes, you are. We want, we want right, a let's safe, take a break. safe community. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Let's talk custom design jewelry. Did you know Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia creates custom design jewelry and has been for over 30 years? From one-of-a-kind engagement rings to wedding bands and so much more. We want each piece to be as unique as you are and create a family heirloom for tomorrow. Call today and make an appointment with one of our designers. And just for calling, you will receive a free 30-minute consultation. Tillis Jewelry, creating custom jewelry proudly in Tennessee. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. It's been a trying year for parents. They've been confronted with countless challenges and have always risen to the occasion. If it isn't too much to ask, the 110,000 high school student athletes in Tennessee have one last request. Please set an example. Disorderly fan conduct at high school athletic events is on the rise. It increasingly involves parents. There's no question that parents are passionate. There's no question they care about their children. But at a time when we're all wound a little more tightly than usual, it's worth remembering this about Tennessee high school sports. Always be a good example. Stop unruly fan behavior before it starts. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Celebrate back-to-school season with Hiller. This month only, get free backyard upgrades when you replace essential home systems like a free Traeger grill with a new whole home generator or a free Yeti cooler with a new tankless water heater. And Hiller's keeping you cool for back-to-school with zero interest financing for up to 12 months on select new HVAC systems. Visit happyhiller.com, happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch a bandit run. Welcome in. Three News with a View, Monday edition. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Uh, dude number two, Clayton Harris has stepped out for a minute. Dude number one, happy birthday, Mr. Jim York. Thank you, Del. Good morning, everybody. And Good re- morning, listening audience. <laughs> and regular special guest dude, Carrie Powers. How you doing? Excellent. All right. We were- Del, I want to make clear one thing. Okay. I'm not advocating exactly. violence. You keep saying Democrats are doing this, Democrats. Nobody's advocating violence. And I think that's a dead-end street for those people who get involved. Well, there I don't is think, a penalty that I they will think have you're to av- pay if they get involved. I don't think you're av- advocating violence. What the Democratic Party, the Biden administration, and the uh, 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 and the liberal media are attempting to do through and and complicit in it was the department of justice merrick garland uh by executing the search warrant on mar-a-lago and then of course of course that's going to get people upset this this is revolutionary type stuff to execute a criminal search warrant on your opponent in an election and but a so, judge had to agree to that Del. Mr. a York, judge in the judicial Mr. department York, don't had to give me agree the to that democratic talking points you and i know how that no, works it's not democratic you no, know how that works York, i don't care they got they sought a search warrant from a judge who granted it seeking it is exactly. The cr- now well, you're getting more correct, Del. Are we going to talk Ms. about York, the track record of that judge? I, this is, is I, no, I, no, no. I am not going to let Jim York say what he just said. That is garbage. That is That's not garbage. You garbage. know, the judge have to agree. Anybody, Ms. York, I've gotten thousands of search warrants over the years. It's a one-sided affair. You only hear did from you just, one side. You can get Did a, you just take the search warrant and go search somebody? Mr. Property? York, you can't. That is wrong. The Department of Justice. Didn't you have to get a judge the, to agree to it? The Department of Justice petitioned for a search warrant, and it was granted. Now, that is case closed. Do I don't, Ms. York, you're just lies and subterfuge. Now, they, and, it, it, and it, nobody's selling you, buying your soap right now, Ms. York. Well, now nobody's that, buying yours because you're not telling the truth. You I am telling the truth. As an assistant Ms. York, attorney, I was never turned down for a and you didn't take no search warrant by yourself and go issue Ms. York, I was you never turned down for a search warrant. I was never turned down for a search warrant in my career. 
Did a, did a judge sign off on it? Every damn one of them. Now, okay, so you and one department oh, Ms. York, and judge and another Miss York, right? I'm going to have to do you like Drake, where I just, you know, let you rattle for 10 minutes and then cut you off. Now, they, but tell the truth, Del. Tell that, the truth. Miss York, I was never turned down for a search warrant. Those things are automatic. Now, let's talk about the truth. No, they're not. They are not automatic. Let's talk about the truth. Yeah, when did you get your law degree? All right, and let's talk about the truth. The I truth, want you. The truth is, <laughs> the truth is that this whole thing was to push the narrative. You execute the search warrant. You get the Trump base really agitated, and then you start issuing press releases about oh, violence is coming, violence is coming, all to uh, push the narrative that Trump supporters are violent and uh, like they were on January sixth. That's what this whole thing is about. Now. What's happened is that, um, on the contrary, uh, Republicans and Trump supporters realize that they're being baited to violence. And that's what you're doing, Mr. York. You're trying to. Do you know that some election workers had death threats this past election? You are trying. The Democratic Party, the media, and the Biden administration are trying to bait Trump supporters to violence. Hey, what about the um, Supreme Court justices? And it's not working. What about the Supreme Court justices that got death threats? Oh, yeah, exactly, well, you know, Carrie. had one, one that wrote no. the opinion. Yeah, he got death threats. That was wrong. But, I'm not but agreeing wait, to that. Trump supporters that know opinion. that they're being baited to violence. So if death and they've got their hands wrong, in their pockets. I have a question. Yes. Does anyone on this show, like, think Jeffrey Epstein was a good man? No, why? Where did that come up? That that judge represented his, the people that were patrons of Jeffrey Epstein's organization. Gary, that has nothing to do with this case that he's ruling on. Each case ought to be ought to be able to stand on its own. I'm yeah, sorry, but have, anyone who might have had pedophiles is if not. We, if the, we had to go on what let's people look at his associated with, we never have anybody in office. History, Mister York. Like, can we recognize his donation history? <laughs> He's tainted, tainted. Well, so is Trump tainted? He donated to Democrats before he ran for president. That's the, you're deflecting my point. You're deflecting what I'm if, saying. If he if he donated to Epstein, he's wrong. He made a bad decision. But that has nothing to do with the case that he he's should sitting. have recused himself when he has donated. Epstein to had nothing to do with this case. Epstein he, had nothing to do with this case, Gary. You know, in every single profession, profession, there are good people of character and there are people that are not good people. You know, of character. I've not seen the affidavit yet. But I agree with you on that. Any any federal judge, liberal or conservative, would have granted this warrant. Now. Clayton, I'm trying. Clayton's back. I'm trying to remember. It was back during the Black Lives Matter business. Uh, you know, they, they again, what they were trying to do is bait the right, bait conservatives to violence. And um, there, there, there's some town out in the Ozarks in Arkansas where there's not not like a black person within 200 miles and there really there really is a white militia you know right, right. <laughs> big time well, white. like a proud boy like a legit proud boy yeah i mean yeah. a white militia and so they the the democrats couldn't bait any conservatives to violence and so all these black lives matter go out to this ozark town and start parading through the middle of town 
you know, hurling insults at the white militia and, and come on and get me, you know, and cracker and all yeah, this Bill, kind of crap. Obviously, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And and so and, and all those. Matter. I mean, those boys and CNN was, you know, you know, Cody would go up to those old boys that had on their uniforms and an AK in their hands and come on, come on, aren't you going to attack these black people? Aren't you going to attack these black people? And, and those boys wouldn't say a word. They just sat there with their arms folded and their AK in their lap. And, uh, and they let the Black Lives Matter. Caucasian, they let the Black Lives Matter people just more Caucasians yeah, and Black Lives Matter marches yeah, across this they, nation across the world. They just let the Black Lives Matter taunt them and yell at them, sh- give them the middle finger, and just and, that's and they so and they would not lift a finger. They wouldn't say a word. They wouldn't be interviewed by CNN. And that's what's going on right now. I mean, yeah, you've you've had a loss for support, and Black Lives Matter had more Caucasian students are young people involved worldwide than there were black people in it and that's what's what's got the right so angry how could they how dare they go walk with those black people to protest injustices that's your problem are they the same ones purchasing the homes in california yeah, you know, one or two, and you know, well, look well, at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We're talking about money going out the back door in suitcases. Money going out the back door with Black Lives Matter. What about money going out the front door with Trump? They can't account for money that's been donated to Trump, and you all donated for the help candidates. Trump's spending that like he wants to spend it. Yeah, can, can I say this? Because I, I, I was wanting to say this and, earlier. And, I was and, to and say witness, this earlier. witness the demise of our country. We're, there's no compromise here. Yeah. You know, it, in, in 20 no compromise on Delk. somebody doing something illegal you're supposed to be supporting the rule of law and you're not you're supporting some right oh lord position. you're going to get you're going to set Clayton off again he'll see he'll, he'll go he, he'll be on for a couple of hours talking about laws Democrats have broken well I mean here's the deal at the end of the day in 2020 if Democrats would have just left Trump alone number one he'd already he, listen he had already been banned from most of the cable news he'd been banned from Twitter he'd been banned from Facebook and this was all before he was out of office this was after January 6th so he gets banned and he doesn't you he doesn't get you don't hear anything from him unless you watch Newsmax or you're on true social if the Democrats would have just ignored it, if they would have just said, you know what, Joe Biden's our president, well, let's try to accomplish X, Y, and Z. We got control of, of the House. We got control of the Senate. We got the White House. Let's do something good for America. Let, let's, let's, let's really try to move forward. They couldn't do it. They're, no. they're, they're too but obsessed. Clayton. They're too obsessed with Trump. They, they, they have now but turned. It, but it's just have, like Mr. York honestly Clayton, believes. What about the deniers in Arizona that's won a potential York, primary election? You says believe Joe Biden never won the election. You believe that you're doing deniers? your calls good. You are increasing Republican turnout in November in Murray County with every word you say. Let, and let's, I hope uh, Democrats turn out too. We hope everybody turns out. They hundred percent of them turn out. It's going to be. Well, what, I mean, it was. How many people voted in the Democratic it, primary? Twenty nine hundred. It was thirteen thousand to three. Yeah, I mean, in the, in, 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 if a hundred percent of Democrats ago. turn out, they aren't going to win anything. Not here. Uh, now, folks, I want to turn back to to the Murray County Commission real fast, and we've got an outgoing commission. We got a new commission coming in uh, September second, I think. All but a handful are new. Uh, Sixteen or eighteen commissioners. Uh, retired. Uh, 
Now, folks, this commission, I, this was a good commission. Uh, and, boy, I can remember, I've been around long enough to remember some bad commissions. They were good people operating in good faith, doing the best they could for Murray County. And it's not always been that way. Uh, now, I'm still, they voted to bulldoze the old Herald building and uh, uh, have you know put aside $30 million to build a new courthouse on that site. Now, you know, I, this commission's acting in good faith. I don't believe that they can get it out of courthouse built for $30 million. But the the villain in this thing uh, is Hewlett Spencer, uh, which is a consulting company. Uh, they they're self described building advocates. Tell me what that means. All you need to know about Hewlett Spencer is they're the ones that less than a year ago told Murray County and the Murray County School Board that the new Spring Hill High School could be built for seventy four million. Well, now we're looking at one hundred and ten million. I don't know who Hewlett Spencer. These are, and, and so they're at the commission meeting, and they were talking about putting off the decision about bulldozing the old Herald building for 30 days. And Hewlett Spencer jumps up and says, You know, drive the car off the lot today. The payments are only $250,000. Here's a quote from Hewlett Spencer If you end up stopping the process at any point, you put a real hitch in that whole process. Now, we've been debating a courthouse for what, 15 years now? And why does Hewlett Spencer say you can't even put it off thirty days? I, I, why do they want to? Why were they pushing the commission to drive the car off the lot now? I tell you, Gabe Howard they get paid. They want to get paid, Dell. Gabe Howard put up a, a post on his Facebook the other day. It showed the, the new center in Dixon County. They got it twenty five million guaranteed maximum price with a contractor T W Frierson Contractor Inc. So maybe that's who we need to call because look at that place. It's incredible. For $25 million? For $25 million well, guaranteed. You know, I, I do not want to be saying I told you so. I mean, I, I hope it works out, and I will celebrate it and eat crow if it does. Uh, so, okay, folks, let's come back tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, Gary. Happy birthday.